This is Radio on the Go, keeping you informed with news breaks every hour throughout the day, plus free anytime at RadioOnTheGo.com. Attention valued customers of First Bank Hampton, this is Dave Huberger and we're getting ready for a fresh, exciting update coming your way. We're thrilled to announce that our lobby will be refreshed to serve you better than ever before. Picture this, modern, spacious, and designed with your comfort in mind. Services will not be disrupted during our lobby refresh and you can continue to shop and conduct your daily banking. We can't wait to share a new welcoming atmosphere with you. First Bank Hampton is a member of FDIC. Welcome to the First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Newsmaker is an informative local broadcast presented Monday through Friday on 104.9 KLMJ with interviews available in their entirety online at RadioOnTheGo.com. Each day, newsmakers from Hampton, Franklin County, and around the broadcast area visit with Radio On The Go about events, meetings, public policy, and issues affecting our area. And now, here's today's Newsmaker Program presented by First Bank Hampton, home of Nest Egg. Good afternoon on today's Radio On The Go Newsmaker program. We are joined by the president of North Iowa Area Community College, Dr. Stephen Scholes is with us. Wanted to bring on the uh, president today to talk about a fairly big announcement in his career. And Dr. Scholes, you have announced that uh, you're going to retire. Yes, I just found that it's the right time for me personally and professionally and plan to retire in June of 2024. Take us back in your career. Where did you go to school to get your degrees, and and what have you done since? Oh, boy, that's maybe a longer story than you want to hear. But I started at Wartburg, did my B.A. there, graduated and went to teach at Northeast Hamilton of Blairsburg for two years. I was a social studies teacher and a coach there. And then my career took me to Nashua, where I continued to teach and coach men's basketball and girls track for the next five while I went back to school to get my administrative degree. So I took a principal's job when I was 29 in Plainfield, Iowa, and was there one year, helped put together a consolidated school with Nashua Plainfield, and then had an opportunity to go to Carroll, where I was the middle school principal for nine years. And during that time, I went back to Drake to be certified to be a superintendent. And then I was the Carroll Public School superintendent for four years prior to jumping down the hill about five blocks to go to work at the Des Moines Area Community College campus there in Carroll, Iowa, and was there about nine years prior to coming to Mason City to be the president at NIAC. So a 40-year career in public education, that brings me to today. What attracted you to the job at NIAC? Everything about it. The campus, the community, the climate. You know, I'm originally from Geneva, North Iowa, so I knew Mason City. And it was really the job and the quality of the faculty and staff here and the work that they'd done. You know, as you kind of plotted out of the opportunities as president, there's only 15 opportunities in Iowa. Wanted to stay in Iowa, and NIAC was right at the top of my list for places I would consider moving. And I have not been disappointed one day since I arrived. Obviously, there's been a lot of changes in your career, but what stands out in your mind about education? Maybe one or two things that's really changed it? I think at the end of the day, people are still people and students are still students. I think there's a lot more distractions out there, you know, in the public as well as in the hands of students now that maybe have devalued the public education space a little bit in people's minds, which I think is sad. You know, when I became a school teacher, Iowa was ranked number one in the nation in student achievement, and now we're 
we're not there. And so some of those things just happen over time and lots of demographic changes and things. But that might be the biggest change is just maybe how people think about education and the importance of higher education. You know, there's kind of an underlying message now that you don't need a college degree or training after high school. And the statistics are still quite clear that if you don't do that, your earning potential will get capped at some point and you may wish you had done that. What about the future of community colleges in the state uh, like NIAC? How do you see that going? I think the future's bright. We're still in the region. We're still serving the students and the needs of employers. You know, our biggest challenge in Iowa is just population in North Iowa and Nyack. That's the biggest challenge that I leave is that there's just less kids in graduating from high school, families are smaller. That will be the challenge for the college moving forward. That doesn't mean that they can't continue to flex and meet the needs that are out there. And we're just going to have to be more flexible and forward thinking in some of the work that we do so that we can meet those needs as they change. Because demographic cliff is not even here yet in terms of population. We're going to have a 10-year period where the number of high school kids graduating from our schools in the area will decrease before we see a bump based on the birth projection that we're using and looking at. How do we get more people interested in the education field like being a teacher? You know, that's a great question. I think exposing people to the work and making sure that they understand they can get there, they can do that, and understanding the difference that teachers make. I think everyone listening today can think of an educator or two that were so impactful in their life, they remember them fondly. And I think, you know, that's what's driven me in my career. It's, you know, how can we make a difference? How can we improve lives, enhance the lives of those people that we touch? And I think understanding that mission, you have to understand that because there's lots of detractions right now, pay, behavior, some of those things. But I think getting young people people engaged with faculty that love what they do, want to share that with the young people. I think that's the best thing you can do is really show them that pathway and how rewarding it can be. How's this current school year been so far and what else you would like to see uh, go on during this school year? Well, we've had a really good start to the fall here. Our students are doing well. Activities are going well. We've had a fun fall with our fall sport. Kind of turn our attention to winter. It's, it's just been a great start. I think campus just feels really positive this fall. You know, we're just looking forward to helping people be successful as we kind of move forward. This year, we have Higher Learning Commission visit, which is taking a lot of time for the entire staff and administration, faculty. November 6th and 7th, we will have a team of five people from around the country come in and do a reaccreditation visit, look at the practices and processes and outcomes of NIAC. We do that every 10 years, so that's been a big lift for us over the last really 12 months, and so that's really been a major focus of the campus here this fall, you know, just from an administrative standpoint, and we'll be happy to have that process behind us. Look forward to it, a way to really show off the good things we do and get some feedback on some areas where we can continue to improve, so that's a big deal. So once we get that behind us, we can kind of focus on spring again and some of our construction projects and programs that we're rolling out. We're excited about that. While we got you here, anything else you want to add about uh, your announcement? You know, we'll have time to do some of this as, as I get a little bit closer, but I just want to thank all of North Iowa for the support that they've provided for NIAC, our students, and for the work that I've been able to do over the last 10 years. The community college really is about the community, and a lot of the projects that you see us participating in and our construction just don't get done without partnerships and support from communities. And, you know, I know I've worked here and had a great experience, but North Iowa should be proud of the work that NIAC does, and I want to thank them for supporting their college. All right, well, our thanks to Dr. Stephen Scholes, today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program. 
First Bank Hampton's Newsmaker Program can be heard every Monday through Friday on 104.9 FM following KLMJ's News at Noon. To hear today's conversation in its entirety, visit RadioOnTheGo.com, click Newsmaker under the News tab. Podcast listeners can follow Newsmaker and listen to other broadcasts on demand by subscribing to the Radio On The Go podcast for free on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks for listening to today's Newsmaker Program presented by your friends at First Bank Hampton, home of Nesteg. Hi, this is Taylor with First Bank Hampton. As harvest season comes to an end, rest assured that we will help you meet your post-harvest needs. Whether you need funds to upgrade your equipment, expand your operation, or simply bridge the gap until the next planting season, we have you covered. We have an experienced team of ag experts ready to guide you through the entire simple process so you can make the best financial decisions for your farm. Visit with one of our experienced ag lenders at either location to learn more about our financing options for your ag operation. First Bank Hampton is a member FDIC.